Listener-supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. AM850 here in the St. Louis region, worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan, and it's time now for our moment for the family with Dr. Mary Mann-Simon. Good afternoon, Mary. Good afternoon, Gary. I've noticed at least one good thing that has happened during the pandemic. Well, that sounds good that mask makers have made money? Well, that happened, but uh, so has the growth of empathy. That's the ability to step into someone else's shoes and see the world from their perspective. I can understand how this has happened. We've all been living in Plagueland. So we almost have a sense of going through a shared experience with others. God created us as social creatures. If you think about it, our homes, work environments, churches, they're all built around human interaction. Although we've lost a lot of socializing by going through the coronavirus with everyone else on the planet, we have common ground. Here's the key question, though. Will we still have this newfound empathy a year from now? And that's a good question. But let's look at what we know about empathy. First, empathy isn't just something for kids to learn we can continue to grow empathy throughout our lives. That's encouraging. And so is the second point. Mindfulness has continued to grow during the pandemic. The coronavirus has forced us to be mindful. We've had to be aware of how far apart we are from others. We've had to remember to grab masks before leaving home. But how does mindfulness relate to empathy? Being totally conscious of what's going on at the moment is a characteristic of an empathetic person. Mindfulness is total awareness. That includes being alert to the unique feelings and needs of others. Sensitivity is at the core of empathy. Exactly. And that includes radical listening. After years of being glued to cell phones, we've worked to read body language and look people in the eye. (laughs) But maybe that's because the eyes are all we can see above the mask. Well, that's true. But making the effort to be totally alert to others contributes to empathy. So we've got two characteristics of empathy. First, empathy can continue to grow throughout life. And second, mindfulness helps build empathetic connections. Let's add another fact, Gary. During the pandemic, we've expanded use of social networking and other tech formats to express empathy. Just think of all we've shared with family and friends on Zoom and Facebook chat. I shared with you that my mother passed away in December, and uh, my last connection with her was on a, a Zoom call. So that has really changed our lives, using social media to connect with others. Social networks haven't merely spread information, though. They've triggered actions that benefit others. As I just said, we were able to have that conversation, even though mom couldn't really understand us. But we did connect with her just days before she had passed. There's a lot of compassionate empathy floating between cell phones and Zoom meetings and Zoom calls. And what a blessing, Gary, that you had the technology to be able to make that connection with your mom. Empathy is more than feeling sorry for someone. It's when we work to understand how others feel. 
we've especially needed to be empathetic at home. You know, after all, sometimes during this pandemic, we've been with our families what seems to be like 25 hours a day, eight days a week. (laughs) You are right. And there's nothing wrong with those numbers. It has felt like 25 hours a day and eight days a week. But perhaps our program topic today will be a reminder that we all need to step forward and show empathy. Encouraging words or volunteering to help, those are such easy ways to put our Christian faith into action. Those kinds of behaviors will improve the quality of life for others. And for each of us, too. After all, if we make the effort to be empathetic, the current drive toward increased compassion, caring, and sensitivity will continue long after the pandemic ends. Thank you very much, Mary, for being on the program today. Thanks, Gary. We are the Messenger of Good News. You can find us on Facebook, speaking of social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and of course our talk programs wherever you get your podcast.